waiting on the Lord for today, I actually had something completely different in mind. And, uh, and then the Lord changed it, and uh, I'm so glad that he did. And uh, I saw a vision um, in leading up to today, and I saw, a, I saw a creature. I saw a wild animal, but it was big and different to anything you could, you've ever seen. And, the, and I'm like, Lord, what is this? And the Lord said, this is my church. And Jesus has modeled the kind of creature that we need to be. Because we are in Christ, we are that new creation. And he modeled for us when it is time to be wild like a lion and when it is time to be soft and tender like a lamb and that we can interchange at any time through the Holy Spirit. And that's why it's so important that we have the Holy Spirit. And uh, so let's go to the scripture for today. Um, my topic, my sermon for today is it is time for the new creation to come forth. And it is going to be unlike anything the world has ever seen before. And I believe the Lord is bringing us back to like the church in the, in the book of Acts. He's been igniting us as Christians back to being true disciples to turn the world upside down again. And may you be inspired with this message today. So let's go to the scripture in 2 Corinthians 5, verses 17 to 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and committing us to the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though Christ were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. I'm sharing three points with you today, and the first one is that it is time to step up to your identity. It is time to know who you are in Christ. It's time to know who you are in Jesus. It says that if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. So we're supposed to change. Everything in us is supposed to be new when we receive Jesus. And has everything in you become new since you received Jesus? It's not enough just to get saved and be in church and there's some areas of your life you give to him and there's some areas you keep for yourself and you don't allow him to make it new. God made you so he has the better plan and Jesus paid such a dear price to make you that new creation, which is what we need after the fall took place. We need to be new. Your life is hidden with Christ, so that means you need to be in him to find it. So the more you press into Jesus, 
the more you will find your life. And the more your life will reflect what Jesus wants to reflect. You have been raised with Christ and you are ambassadors, as the scripture says. Ambassadors walk with authority. We just heard about it now. And basically this, what I'm speaking on today is it's time for the church to walk in the authority that it has in Jesus. This new, this new creature, as I was looking at the vision, all of a sudden, at times, it became invisible. And then I was like, Lord, what is this? And now, obviously, knowing that he had shown me that it's the church, and the Lord showed me that the creature becomes invisible to the enemy when it's in the spirit. And that's what God has called us to do, is that we can see things differently than the world sees them. And it's time for the church to step up into that identity. It's time for us not to be scared of what is happening out there. It is time for the church to happen to the end times, not the end times to happen to us. The devil is the one who should be scared of us because we are God's choice. We are God's answer. Through what Jesus has done, we are his chosen people. And at the beginning of the month, I declared a scripture, which is what I thought I was going to speak on originally from Isaiah 43, 19, which says, declare, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Do you perceive it? I'm making rivers in the desert and a way in the wasteland. Did you ever think that maybe those rivers in the desert or the way in the wasteland is you? The church is God's chosen vessel. So largely, yes, he can do it without us, but he wants to do it with us. And he wants to do it through us. And he wants to do it through you. Are you ready to be that new creation that knows their identity in Jesus? And that is not scared of situations out there. Yes, there's campus unrest. You see in the spirit what's happening behind it. You say, how can I make a difference? You don't shrug back. You don't keep quiet. The church speaking up is not just when something ungodly happens and we release something in the media and say, no, that's wrong. That's just such a small part of it. It's about being the love of God out there and taking it. Every problem in the world can be brought back to the fact that people do not know their identity. Whether it's a person in charge of a country or whether it's one person on their own. If you have a lack of identity, you're going to do the wrong things and the enemy is going to have a field table with you. But if you know your identity in Christ, then you keep him guessing. And the more you're in the spirit, when you do things in the flesh then that creature becomes visible and the devil can see what you're doing in the flesh. But if you're walking in the spirit, all of a sudden, where did you go? You become invisible. And that's what I believe was planned all along for us. When Jesus said, it's better that I go, that the Holy Spirit can live inside of you, not just that I walk with you. So he walks with all of you because he's inside of you. But are you taking him out there? Or are you just celebrating him in here? It is time for a new voice to be heard on the earth. It is time for a new identity. It is time for a new behavior and authority. And it is time to see things a bit differently. So you walk, so to speak, as if you have extra vision. Yes, you put a casino down the road from me, I'm going to see it as an opportunity. I'm not going to sit back and say, oh, we lost that battle. But see it that the Lord's showing you in the spirit that there's desperate people that are going to come out of their homes and they're going to go there and you can go and reach them because they're not in their homes anymore. 
So God allows things. He doesn't make things like that happen, but he uses things. And we need to see the evil that is out there, and we need to be more inspired. The Lord showed me that it's like you see two different, there's two different reactions that you can have. We receive the Lord Jesus, and we get infilled with the Holy Spirit, and I'm struggling to see you now, so I'm going to take it off. And you receive the Lord Jesus, now you're saved, you receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit, you start speaking in tongues, and a lot of us, we stop there. And we think, I've got the t-shirt now, I'm wearing the t-shirt, I'm okay. But the Bible speaks about the baptism in fire. We're supposed to be pressing in deeper into the Holy Spirit. So that there's one of two things that happens. And I think too often, and we've all done it at times, where we're too scared and we have a wonderful time in here, but the reality is we're scared to go out there. But the more infilled you are with the Holy Spirit, it's out there that must be scared of you because of what is inside of you. And it's time for the church to step out in their identity, in the Holy Spirit, with Holy Spirit x-ray vision. That when you see a situation and everyone's like freaking out and they don't know what to do, you calm them. Like, what's happening with you? Um, do you? Did you not get the memo? Do you not see what's happening out there? You say, yeah, but I can see behind it. The Lord is showing me and I can see there's something greater that he's doing. So I'm not going to be afraid. So either it's going to fuel your fear or it's going to fuel the fire within you. Romans 8.19 says, For the earnest expectation of creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. Why is creation so groaning for that revealing? Because they cannot do, creation cannot do what we can do. We're the only new creation that has the Spirit of God inside of us. Creation out there reflects God and you see the beauty in nature in it and it screams of God's goodness. But the secrets that God reveals to his sons and daughters who know they are who they are in the secret place is us. It's not the rocks, it's not the mountains, it's not the sky. God put that there for our enjoyment and it's beautiful and it does reflect him. But nothing can reflect him on this earth as much as a son and daughter that knows they're a son and daughter and they know who they are. Because then the devil should be afraid of you because we're part of his end. He's already been defeated, and he knows we're chosen, and he's not. So he just wants to get you to question God. He just wants you to sit and be saved, and that's okay. And just stay there, and you don't know who you are because he's scared because he knows when you know who you are, you're going to turn the world upside down, which he's trying to do for him. Point number two, it's time to step into your intimacy. Intimacy with the Father. We need to know whose we are through intimacy with the Father. The Father loves you. And there's so many people out there that believe lies about God. They've been hurt in church. Or they've made God to be what people have led them to believe. And they've allowed experiences to determine the truth of who God is. When God is the truth of who God is. And it's not based on experience. It's not based on what a person says. But God can use you to bring breakthrough in that area. Because they're locked in hurt or they're locked in a wrong belief. And you, knowing who you are, can walk into that situation and it will stand out like a sore thumb. And they will say, what is different about you? And you say, I'm so I'm sure glad you asked that. Because now I'm going to tell you. 
And in the scripture it says, now all things are of God who reconciled us to himself. Our identity in Jesus ushers in the intimacy we have with Father. Because we were cut off from the Father and the Lord Jesus reestablished that through what he did for us. So if you put the two together, identity and intimacy, we are supposed to walk in an intimate identity of knowing our Father, knowing that we loved, and knowing who we are in Jesus. And stop caring what people say out there. And stop caring what the world is telling us to be, us to be. Because they cannot give us or take away from us what God has paid such a high price to give us. But we need to embrace it and we need to walk in it. We need to be in the secret place with the Father. And that needs to be your dwelling place. In Psalms it says, I was made in secret. So you're fashioned in secret. And also in the word it says, if you seek me in secret, not for people to see, not for people to, to clap, I will reward you in the open. And the Lord has shown me that the more I seek him, the more the fruit in my life will be the reward in the open that people will pick. So what your experience of God, in, of God is not just for you. That's why what we do here is awesome. It's like that animal. The animal has the safety of its enclosure to be fed, to, to sleep, to be uh, filled up, to go out again. So here you are being fed and challenged to go out again. Not just to stay here, going to the week, come back here next week, and you haven't done anything about sharing the love of God. The church is not supposed to be filled with saved people. It's supposed to be having the lost with an influx coming in here. And God has been restoring us, all of us. And we heard earlier, and there's giftings and callings that have been dormant. And I pray that the Lord will ignite that in you today. You have a part to play in this. There's somebody, there's an opportunity out there that only you can speak into because you're the person there. And may you step up and walk in that identity and that intimacy and make that difference. If all things are in God, we need to be in Him all the time. So press into that intimacy. And in keeping with that, that animal, the Father knows you, but the devil doesn't. Newsflash. I was like, Lord, yeah, but that's obvious. But the, it really sank into my spirit. If you're walking in the flesh, the devil can see that animal. And then he can set traps for you based on past. He can't create, he doesn't know your future. God made you, he knows your future. So we need to listen to the Father who made us, not the devil who is trying to grab us and sidetrack us. So you've done certain things in the past and you're walking in the flesh and the devil is trying to set a trap. And then you walk and he sets a trap here and you say, no, I'm gonna go this way because the Holy Spirit shows you something different. And there are situations out there where it looks dire and the facts look like this and the Lord says, say this. And it doesn't make sense, but you obey. And you see the situation crumble and fall before your eyes because that supernatural wisdom the Lord gives you because you see things through the Spirit. The last point is it's time to step out in your influence. Intimacy and identity brings influence. You need to display who and whose you are to a world that lacks that intimate identity. They're longing to know. They're longing to belong. 
They just don't know it. The harvest is ripe. You just share a little bit of love out there and you will see. It says there, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And earlier it says they didn't show them their trespasses. The world knows what it's doing wrong. It doesn't need to be told. They already know that. They need to see the love in us first. And I think at times they've seen judgment from the church before seeing love. And they need to see love because then they will throw away the sin. They need to be embraced and shown that they can also belong even with that mess. And then they will be convicted and they will lay it down. So we need to be blameless because the word says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, which is right standing, which is knowing that you are blameless. So we need to walk blameless and blame others less. So blameless means blaming others less. Don't point out other people's rights and wrongs. The Holy Spirit will convict them of that. There are times when you need to speak the truth in love, yes, but as you spirit led, that will happen. But we need to walk blameless and in right standing, knowing that we're in right standing with the Father so people can look at us and say, there's something you have that I don't have, and then you can share it with them because they experienced love from you. They didn't experience judgment. They experienced a person who knows who he is in the midst of a, a, a tough work situation, in the midst of something they can't explain, people that are struggling in their marriage, but now you get to share with them because they just see the love of you. Not that you have all the answers, but you've got the love of God in you and you're obedient. So even if it's just one thing that God tells you to say, you say that one thing. You don't have to have all the answers. God has the answers. So if you know who you belong to, that'll come out of you as long as you're diving deeper into him, then, then that's what's gonna come out. When I think too, for too often, people have squeezed us and it hasn't been Jesus that's come out. When you get squeezed in a situation, it needs to be Jesus that comes out. The one who brings the most hope will have the most influence. And the world needs hope. The world needs love and we have it. We have it in abundance. So let's take it out there and show them. In 2 Corinthians 3 verse 2, Paul says, you are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by men. Clearly you are in an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh, that is of the heart. So we are meant to be a living epistle, a living letter that people can read. What are they reading in you? I want to be a challenging read. When people read what's in my life, I want them to be challenged towards God. I don't want to be a book of fiction. What are people reading in you? Are they reading life? Are they reading all things becoming new? Because how are they ever going to embrace and want all things to be new in them? from Jesus, if they're not seeing it in the Christian that they know is a Christian that works for them, but there's no difference. They just know they're saved, but the fruit isn't different. You are called to it, and it's time for us to answer that call. It's time for us to step up and say, we're stepping up to our identity. We're stepping into deeper intimacy so that we can step out with greater influence. 
And that's what we're here for. There's those of you that are sitting here and you're, you're feeling unfulfilled because certain things have died in you. And we've spoken often of the restoration that has been taking place and the restoration anointing that is on Chu's life. But it's God that's doing it. And he's been restoring you. And take stock and look back at what God has restored. I'm an example. I'm a testament of, of restoration. And I give honor to the Rabbit family for that. I was hurt in church. I've always known that I was called, but God's restored me. The fact that I'm standing in here, the fact that I'm standing here is a restoration. It's an example of it. And John and Andrew, I thank you for that. And I honor you for your bravery and your leadership and stepping out. And I honor you for being used of God to bring restoration in my life. And may it bring restoration in many of your lives. So if you're ready to step into that intimate identity, to have greater influence out there, please will you stand with me? I want to pray for you. Thank you, Father, for what is happening here today. Thank you, Father, that there's a re new release coming. What, what you're doing here is wonderful, Father, and we love what you're doing, and, and you're changing us, and you are making us new, Father, and we do make a difference, but I believe you're releasing something new where we make a greater difference, Father. We cut off any fear of man. We cut off any fear of the world out there. We cut off any fear of the enemy, and we raise your name again higher to the place where it should be, Lord Jesus. And we declare that we are not scared of the enemy. We declare that even now is Halloween time. We don't submit to that. We're not scared of that. Though it's an even more evil time, we step up against it in Jesus' name. We do not accept these things that are just creeping into our country. Father, we raise a banner like the sacred assembly that will take place next month. Thank you, Father, that you're doing a new thing and that we are part of that new thing. I pray for every person standing here right now today, Father, that they are a new creation. I pray and ask that you would draw them deeper. Lord Jesus, let them step up to their identity in you. Let Reveal their identity to them. Lord, Father God, draw them into intimacy with you, that they would be closer to you than ever before. And Holy Spirit, that you would reveal all of this to us. And thank you that we can step out with greater influence, that we can become love, that we can no longer be scared of the world out there, but that the world would be scared of us. It's time for the church, Lord Jesus, to happen to the end times. And we declare that in Jesus' name, that as a church, you've been preparing us as your bride. And we thank you, Father, that this is part of that, that there are lives in here that are gonna change countless lives out there because of the love of God inside of them, because of the Spirit of God inside of them. I pray and ask that you'd fill everybody here without measure, Holy Spirit, that you would fill us with fire, that you would fill us with a burning for you, that things happening out there would fuel us, that wouldn't make us get fearful, but that we would push more, that we would get filled rather than fearful. And we declare that in Jesus' name. Thank you that as an army, we are rising up to go and make a difference out there, to go destroy hell for a living and go turn this world upside down again, Father, like you did once. And we declare that it'll take place again. So I just release everybody here in Jesus' name and may they be launched to go and become love and turn the world upside down in this week, in Jesus' name, amen.